Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Let's uh, talk some real good college basketball. It is 9.07 on the Sports Huddle. Hey, good morning. Bob Black here. Hope you've been with us all morning, but if you're just tuning in for the second hour, we appreciate that. Obviously, a lot of college hoops talk for you this morning. Uh, Mitchell Bradley producing our program. We'd love for you to be a part of it. We'll have a little bit of time here in the 9 o'clock hour, primarily for text because we've got a really good guest lineup that we'll tell you about. In fact, I'm going to uh, steal the thunder here of the rundown here in a few minutes because our first guest is ready to go. But if you have a text off of something we talk about, a comment, by all means, that's the best way to do it, I think, here in the 9 o'clock hour, 638 nine five zero eight Bennett Conlon from the Charlottesville Daily Progress joins us to talk some UVA basketball and the Cavaliers appearance in the NCAA tournament like none other but Tony Bennett's eighth with Virginia and of course technically they still are the defending national champs Bennett good morning how are you I'm doing well how are you doing fine thanks Uh, I know you're still trying to get your head and hands around everything that's happening with Virginia basketball and how they're going to prep and who they're playing and when and all that that's been set. So let me start there before we get into, and we heard from Coach Bennett from the press conference last night, just the matchup itself and what your initial thoughts are of Virginia being a four and a 13 seed in Ohio as the first round opponent. Obviously Virginia by no fault of its own bowed out of the ACC tournament. Don't know what would have happened if they had gone through it and maybe won it. What did you think of the seeding and the first-round opponent? Yeah, I wasn't shocked that they got a four-seed at all, especially not finishing out the ACC tournament. It's kind of what a lot of the bracketologists had. So not a not a major surprise with the four. Ohio's a really tough matchup. Jason Preston is one of the best mid-major guards in the country, really good player. They've got a JMU transfer in the post, and Dwight Wilson, who's had a really productive season. He's shooting almost 70% on two-point shots for the Bobcats. So they've got some good players, some really good guards. It's definitely a tough matchup. I think for Virginia, the the toughest part maybe is where they fell on the four line, where they were considered the worst four. They were almost a five seed. That would lead to potentially, obviously got to win, but a potential matchup with Gonzaga in the Sweet 16. I think Virginia fans were (laughs) probably not thrilled to see that after what happened earlier in the season. So that's probably the toughest part of the draw. I think in terms of the opening matchups, they'll certainly have a good chance. Um, obviously, the preparation is a little bit weird, and, and that'll make it challenging, but they've got a chance certainly to advance. Do you think that drop on the four line really was a result of them not being able to finish, no fault of their own, playing in that tournament and potentially winning it? I think so. I mean, you have got would have had good opportunities there. You look at what happened with the bracket. Georgia Tech's a pretty good team in terms of what you can you beat analytically there. It would certainly have been a quad one victory, and then Florida State's another opponent that would have helped the resume. So those are two games that would have helped. Even if you lose them and you play them close, some of the analytical measures, if you're playing those teams on a neutral site, you play tight competitive games, you can still actually get a little bit of a boost. So I certainly think that that hurt a little bit, and and they were sort of trending upward with that Syracuse win, had chances on the neutral floor to get some important victories. So it's not ideal for Virginia to be where they are in the four line. I think they thought they probably could have been a little bit higher. And you also also look at Florida State with the way they were able to finish out. They were actually able to, to put themselves in a decent spot on the four line where they would face a Michigan team in the Sweet 16 if they get there as opposed to a Gonzaga. So I think Florida State maybe edged Virginia just a little bit 
And some of that comes down also to the head-to-head matchup, which Florida State certainly won by quite a bit in the first one. Mm-hmm. All right, so you did allude to preparation is going to be unique and different. The games are going to be unique and different as well, and the venues and all of that. But what do you think? Uh, how will Tony Bennett and staff kind of attack this, particularly the front end of the week here, Bennett, when they're not going to have their players uh, together? They're going to do a lot of that Zoom stuff before they can actually get on the court, hopefully on Thursday, right? Yes, yes. So they're hope, hoping to clear those contact tracing protocols on Thursday. You would have a team-wide practice on Thursday. Get to Indianapolis. Either you go Thursday night or you go Friday or something like that. Once you get to Indy, you got to have two negative tests 12 hours apart. So you take the first one, then you can't really do anything for 12 hours. Take the second one. Got to clear both those, and then you can practice. Leave your hotel room and, and kind of do whatever once you're in Indianapolis. So a tight time frame. They've got the Saturday night game, so the selection committee is doing know everything possible to give Virginia the best scenario with the time allotted, which is certainly nice for UVA. But they've been through this before earlier in the season. They had a, a pause and they had players come into JPJ and they would shoot on each half court, you know, isolated by themselves, get some conditioning work in and make sure that they were, you know, working on their jump shot and things like that. So they're going to have chances to have individual isolated work following all the health protocols, and they're going to do all those Zooms. I think they will know the scout on Ohio pretty darn well. They'll also know Creighton, UC Santa Barbara. I'm sure they'll dive into them a little bit as well. So from that perspective, they'll be prepared in terms of what they they know they need to do. The issue is obviously the chemistry that you can build with on-court practices is going to be a little bit disjointed. And they're, from what I know, I think they're the latest arrival into Indianapolis. So they're going to have to get their their bearings pretty quickly once they do arrive in Indy. But I do think that's huge. Uh, don't you? Uh, catching up with Bennett Conlon, Charlottesville Daily Progress, talking some UVA basketball in the sports title, that they will be able to have some athletic activity this week. We heard many teams during the course of the regular season, if they got shut down, there was nothing. There was quarantine and there was no weight room. There was no workout. There was no individual shooting and that kind of thing. That that at least will keep them in basketball shape. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting last night. Tony Bennett had mentioned that one of the NCAA's doctors had actually stressed that. He was kind of asking the team, like, you're going to be able to get work in. You're going to be able to get physical fitness in, right? He wanted to make sure that they weren't, you know, just taking a week off of everything and then coming to Indianapolis and trying to play a game, a uh, competitive NCAA tournament game. So they're going to have chances to, to still stay in shape, which is valuable. And, I mean, it's not the longest break in the world. They're Division One basketball players, super talented, one of the best teams in the ACC. So to go, you know, three days without or four days, whatever, without organized team practice here at the beginning of the week, I don't think it's the end of the world. Obviously, coming into an NCAA tournament game, you'd like to have team practices, but they're going to have chances to still keep their game sharp. They're going to go very detailed into the Zooms in terms of preparation for their opponent. And assuming they can clear things, I think there's sort of this second wind and excitement for Virginia, at least from Tony Bennett's comments, that, hey, we're actually in the tournament. I think once they got that positive test after the Syracuse game, there was concern that their season was going to be over. So for them to to sit, you know, in their different quarantine locations on Selection Sunday and see their name flash across the screen and know that they're in the bracket is exciting. So I think they're going to make the most of it and, and come out fired up. And I, I don't think the, the pause will necessarily kill them because they are still able to get work in individually and prepare on Zoom. And they will have at least some practice or practices prior to actually playing that game. 
Lastly, Bennett, seven ACC teams are in. Uh, off of the bubble was Louisville. They're the first replacement team, potentially, if that happens. Thoughts on, uh, as a whole, the ACC and the seven teams in the tournament? Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting, right? You've got nobody with a, a great seed, really, this year, but you did get the, the seven teams in, and, and you've got some tough eight-nine draws where if North Carolina can get through Wisconsin, then they would go up, you would think, against Baylor. Georgia Tech, they've got a tough one with Loyola, Chicago. But if you get through that, and you're looking at Illinois, so it's certainly challenging. Wouldn't be surprised to see some of these teams. You look at Syracuse at an 11. I think they've been playing some really good basketball, could do something. Clemson defensively, I think, is good. They don't have a terrible draw. you got Rutgers, potentially Houston. Maybe they could, could go make a run. And I kind of like what Florida State's got. I think Florida State's got a really good draw. UNC Greensboro's a legit mid-major. But if you get through that, you're looking at Colorado and Georgetown not the best 5-12 and 12 in the world, and, and potentially Michigan in the Sweet 16. Florida State's got athletes. They've got really talented players. I think they are probably the ACC team right now positioned in the best spot to, to make a bit of a run. So I wouldn't be surprised if you see a couple ACC teams in the Sweet 16, and I think some of the teams did have decent draws. It's going to be the issue. This is a lot of those teams with where they fell on the seed line. They're going to run into a one-seed or a two-seed very quickly. Great breakdown. Bennett Conlon from the Charlottesville Daily Progress. Hey, as a JMU grad, are you going to try and peek in on JMU Richmond Saturday before the UVA game? <laughs> I think I, I might have to. That'll certainly be the plan. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, we'll talk about all that the next time we catch up with you. Thank you, Bennett. Thanks for having me.